when I was living in Jersey City, and I didn't have a bed. I had a mat that I slept on. Pretty, it's you know like a outdoor patio furniture cushion. It was the early hours of the morning. My light is on, so I'm pretty much laying on the floor. I'm having some me time. I'm watching some porn hubs, and out of the corner of my eye, I see a fucking mouse run across my room, and I gripped my dick so fucking hard out of like, oh shit. Ah! But buddy, let me tell you, having all that adrenaline in my body, I came so fucking hard when I finished up. Oh my God. It was exhilarating. I want to jerk off in danger every single moment of my life. (laughs) The fear come is pretty strong. That's two words I've ever heard together, but thank you. Fear come? Yeah, I've never. Yeah, it's close to fulcrum, but it's the it's. <laughs> I think it's quite a few letters off. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie? James Cameron did it. it. Had the Titanic, and it was based on the ship. What's that movie called. All right, let's talk about some titties. Let's specifically talk about titty fucking. I like an unlubricated titty fuck. It's more than just the titty meat being pressed against my 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 wiener. I want to feel the softness of that titty skin. Maybe a little spit, but I don't want to be fucking lotion. I don't want to be fucking baby oil or lube. Mm. I want to feel, I want to feel that skin. Cause I think we can all admit titty skin is different than regular skin. Huh? Is this something you've been thinking about often or? No, I mean, it's something that I think about not often, but when the opportunity presents itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, clearly, I don't stick around with girls that I can't titty for. I've, I've dated girls with with larger breasts, but they can't push them together because they're like the widespread ones. So you got to have that titty meat in the front as well, not just the largeness. I mean, <laughs> this this is... <laughs> I told you, stick around. It's going to be worth it. I've never heard anything like this. Look, I mean, if you're using lotion or lube or baby oils or whatever... You might as well, like, you can grab anything and press them together, and it's going to feel the same. Like, I understand needing to have that for, like, anal penetration and shit like that, but you don't need it to slide up and down some nice boobs. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's something. That's definitely <laughs> something. That is, huh. I've left you speechless. All right. It's, uh. I don't know how to contribute any more to this conversation. <laughs> I really don't. I would say I prefer titty fucking over any other form of sex. Now that is a conversation started. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's probably the first time that I ever did it that I was like, mm, okay, this is where it's at. Despite my opinions about um, safety regulations, you don't have to use a condom to do it. You don't have to worry about STDs. You can just nut as you're doing it. You don't have to pull out. Again, I don't have anything to contribute to this line of logic because I'm like, I uh, yeah, uh, I- <laughs> like the first time I did it. You know, afterwards, I'm like, I'm gonna go get you some tissues so we can clean this up and then i come back into my bedroom and now she's wearing her bra and come all over her chest and just stares at me 
and it was hot. It was so goddamn hot. Look, I like all forms of sex. Right. But for your money, you're like, titty fuckers where it's at. Push those puppies together. Call me Oscar Meyer, and you're going to be a Wonder Bread. We're going to make a nice 4th of July cookout. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Hot dogs. Mine would be the Oscar Meyer. Those would be the buns. And the activity is a 4th of July cookout. Honestly, I'm going to stick with that and be like, hey, you want to have a 4th of July cookout? And she's going to know that's code for titty fucking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm processing this. Oh, okay. That's that's absurd. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is the longest that you've taken to process the things that I say. So... Hey, what's that movie where Simba becomes the Lion King? Or maybe, you know, like a company like Hardee's. They're like, hey, we're going to come out this way and create Hardee's out here, but there's already Hardee's in that location. So they're like, all right, well, my name's Carl Hardy, and we'll just say uh, Carl Jr. But that's the thing. It's Carl's Jr., not Carl Jr.'s. You just now realizing this? Like, you just now hearing it? <laughs> Well, we had Hardee's in Ohio, and I've never been to a Carl's Jr. out here. But you've been so to it's Carl Carl's. It's It's Carl Hardy, <laughs> and this is his second, his new location. So he's like, ah, this is this is the same thing as my big restaurant, Carl's. No, no, I've been, to, Jr. I've, I've been to Hardee's, and I've been to Carl Jr.'s. But it's like, is New to- Jersey such a wild spot that it's like, oh, it goes town to town, the differences between Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? But I've been to, I've not been to Carl Jr.'s, which is different from Carl's Jr. <laughs> Look, Carl Jr.'s, Carl's Jr., Lucas Joyner, who fucking cares? And honestly, you know what? What a stupid fucking name. He shouldn't be that good in having that stupid ass name. Regardless, I'm glad he got a job at Carl's Jr. Sponsored by Jackie Joyner. So, you know, it's great. It's great all around. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jackie Joyner here to promote Joyner Lucas's Carl's Hardy's Jr. Actually, can we get another take? It's actually Carl's Jr.'s. So, so it's Carl's Jr.'s. Yes, that's that's the name we're actually going with for the uh, South Florida region. So, okay, I got this. All right, I'm Jackie Joyner here for J- Lucas Joyner's Carl's Juniors presents Juice World. No, honestly, it's an Orange Julius. Hey, what's that? What's that TV show about those cops, Starsky and Hutch? Did you tell her why you were mad? Oh, I certainly did, and I broke up with her on her birthday. Not for that reason, but. I'm going to tell you right now, and this is a Kevin Jones stamp of approval. Stamp. Always break up with somebody on a special occasion. Okay, let's name the possible special, uh, special, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What did you just say? Occasion? There we go. Like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Buddy, you're supposed to be the lasers. I'm supposed to be the stupid. Ugh. We know what our roles are. I don't know why, but I heard locations. So I was like, well, he couldn't have said locations. You so what was the other Absolutely. Word? Always break up with somebody on special locations. I mean, that's a thing. 
too, but I'm like, that's not what he said. What the fuck did he say? I don't know why I couldn't go from locations to occasions, but anyway. <laughs> I got to be more alert. That's all right. I've been up since four o'clock, so. I think I went to sleep at four. But anyway, uh, special occasions, best special occasions to break up with someone. Number five. Oh, we're starting number five. Uh, um, actually, how many? How many can you think of? Ten? Oh, I can. I can. I can just riff on All right. special events. Special. Now we doing events? Well, occasions. Which occasions is it? are events? Are they not? Depending on, they might be. Fuck it. Uh, okay, here we go. Favorite occasions slash events slash locations to break up with someone. <laughs> a their birthday. Sure. Now it could, it could be just a birthday at home, or it could be going out with friends. Mm. And honestly, a killer move is, hey babe, I'll meet you at the bar for your birthday bar hangout, and then you send a text saying, uh, "Hey, it's over. I'm not coming." Now, how how long before the actual planned meetup are you sending this text? Well, if you're playing, like, if you're gonna break up with her on her birthday, and there's plans to go out with her friends for her birthday, you tell her in the morning, "I'll meet you there tonight. I got things." She's thinking that you're gonna pick up something special for her birthday, maybe some cake, some balloons, and then she just gets the text probably an hour after everybody gets there. So mm. if the goal is for like. Oh, everybody show up at seven. Everybody's going to be there by eight, eight thirty. Go ahead and send that text at eight. Now, if some stragglers come in around eight thirty, they're walking in to a fucking shit show and it's going to be great for them as well. Or not because they're already with their friends. So maybe that's just a regular night out at that point. Maybe it depends on how resourceful they are. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, this is a scumbag move, but fine. Um, another place, B. It would be uh, Valentine's Day is always a good one to break up on. Okay, now to be uh, to be fair, are we assuming that these are surprise? I'm done with you, and they don't know that shit's on the downturn. Well, like how uh, how in tune with who you are are these partners? I'm trying to process the sentence you just said, and... What would you say it again? I don't... Yeah, please go ahead. How uh, in tune with you are your partners in these relationships? Like, how how well do they know me or our relationship? Yes. And it's like, shit's on the downside. Right. But the rule is, you should never break up with somebody on their birth. You, you shouldn't break up with people on occasions like this. But sometimes, like for my... I broke up with her on her birthday because shit boiled over so much that I just couldn't deal with it anymore. But they did. It wasn't a surprise to them, though. Well, they knew shit was sour in their relationship. I don't think she thought that I would have the gall to break up with her. Mm. Period. Let alone on her birthday. That's on her. Now, was was she laying in bed and suffering from a mystery pain? Sure. But that's the re. It's like. Look, if a doctor says it's fibromyalgia and the way to cure that is by taking these antidepressants, 
because it's just her brain saying you're in pain when you're not actually in pain. And she says, I don't believe them. I'm like, well, they're doctors. You have, you've kind of exhausted the, uh, all the other tests. So this must mean that just give it a try. She's like, I'm not crazy. It's not in my brain. And I'm like, yes, you are. I'm tired of this shit. I'm fucking leaving. I packed a bag and I, and I left. You hightailed it out of Ohio. See no, ya. this was in Brooklyn. See ya, Ohio. Only on special occasions. I assume that's how you left the airport. I don't know. It wasn't even in Ohio. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying in general. I assume that's how you left Ohio. See you, Ohio. Every time I leave Ohio, see you I go I see lick you. my fucking balls, you hilljack fuckers. And then three years later, I'm like, oh, I'm headed back home. Yeah, it's nice to be back home. I miss Ohio. It's a great place. I grew up here. Oh. It's the place they made me. Oh. What's what's proud at the ends and high in the middle? Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely stuff. My hatred for Ohio did lessen over the years. But I'm more of an adult now. I would hope so. That tends to be how time works. If I were less of an adult, I'd be aging backwards like Benjamin Button. No. You would just still have a hatred for Ohio for some reason. As if Ohio did something to you. Ohio did do something to me. Didn't offer me anything. I have uh, I have some childhood traumas because of Ohio. Everyone does. Yeah. Well, Join the club, my man. Look, there was there was some cases out there or some uh, things that would have made things a little easier for me. My parents just didn't have the money to fix it. Welcome to realizing uh, as part of being an adult is going. You know, my parents probably, given the better resources, my parents probably could have done better. That's just Certainly. that's just an adult going. <clears throat> and my parents also admit that. They're like, yeah, I understand it's not their fault. They did what made sense at the time to them. Yeah. Nobody actively, well, most people don't actively try to screw up their child's life. I would. No, you would. Certainly. No, you would. I would... uh I wanted to raise a kid, and instead of going, you know, ow, and crying in pain, I teach them to bark instead. So anytime they got hurt, they'd go, bark, 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 bark. No, you wouldn't. And then when they're an adult and they get hurt, and they do it, and they're like, what the fuck was that? These are all barky. These are all fine and dandy jokes until you start doing it, and you go, I don't feel like doing this. Like, I just want this child to be happy, and you're going to be like, I like, I feel like your partner would have to be on the same bullshit you are for this to happen, unless you're just a single pop out here. And then you can do what you want, but I still don't think you'd do it, though. I mean, look, I mean, you you never admit to fucking up your kid. Even uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's dad was like, yeah, me and my kid, I didn't raise him that way. Yeah, you're like 90% of the reason as to why he's that way. Again, it made, he wasn't aiming for that. Again, no matter what these books and movies tell you, with these fictional stories of, you know, hard as nails pops, we're just trying to raise soldiers or some dumb shit like that. Like it's a God of War game or some shit. Like this shit don't really happen like that. Except for the cases in which it does. But they're very, very few and far between. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think usually at the end of those stories, the... uh 
the the kid comes around and realizes, you know what, my pops was right. He was doing right by me the entire time. You know what, my pops pop was worse than he was to me. Yeah, that's usually how generational shit happens. It's lesser yeah. than what they had. I get it. Yeah. Look, I mean, my 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 grandfather, he abandoned his family to start a new one because he didn't like the one he had. There you go. And then my dad's like, oh, I have a family. I'm going to do best by them. I may not be around that much because I'm out doing training and working late, working long, hard hours. Fucking bitches. You know, regular dad shit. And we're still struggling. Right. Just doing regular dad shit. Right. He still came to the baseball games and couldn't have been fun for him because I'm just out in left field staring at the sun, picking dandelions. He's like, oh, that's my little retarded son right there. Kevin, put on your sunglasses. You're going to stare at the sun. Okay. So now I'm an adult, and I don't want to work as hard as my dad did, so I don't have kids. But not for lack of trying. Oh, it is. I I certainly tried to not have kids. Sure. Number C on best locations and or occasions and or events. It's a birthday, Valentine's Day. Um, We will say a... uh, Let's see, I'm trying to think of a date that would be close because like a friend's birthday isn't going to be close to their heart enough for them to constantly remember that. And we established that your partner is not completely aloof on what's happening. Correct. These aren't Correct. surprises. Uh we'll say we'll say a uh a group vacation. Holy shit. That's a good one. Now we're getting into White Lotus territory here. Okay. Never seen it. You don't need to. I don't care I if it's a Golden Globe, Emmy winning show or not. Shit is trash. Look, Jennifer Coolidge, I don't care how much the internet fucking loves her right now. She is straight garbage. So vacations, huh? Okay. A friend, a couple, vaca- uh, what did you say? You said friend vacation. I said. There we go. Yeah. It's a ballsy Group move. Vacations. It's a ballsy move. It is. It is. Because guess what? Now the the uh, significant others of the other friends, they're gonna have to like ah you know I'm with the white. I mean I'm on your side. You guys are terrible together, but you know it's what's for the best. But you know I gotta, I gotta stick by the girl. But we could be friends in secret, and then you start forming secret friendships, and those bonds are stronger than regular friendships. I believe the term you're looking for are the other significant others, but yeah, the other significant others. Yeah. God damn it. I got to tell you right now, Ross Robinson, he has to have a cut of significant other where it's just like, oh, these are the B-sides. And if they don't release them as the other significant others, I will straight stab somebody. At most, you're going to stab the cabinet, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The cabinet hasn't been stabbed in a while. Uh, Let's see. Parents anniversary dinner. Okay. So every time your parents have an anniversary, now you have to remember that time that you had a terrible fight out in the parking lot at the fucking Chili's. Oh, so it's a double location. Holy shit. Double it up. Look, this is number C. This is D, my man. This is, this is, these, these are double D's out of here. What's the other D? Because it's location and event or occasion. 
But there's no D in any of these. If this is if this is letter D. Right, but what's the double? Cause you're getting hit twice. Sure. Yes. The event locations at a at a at a restaurant and the occasion. So you get your double whammied on the memory. Fine. We get it. We get you. Mm-hmm. 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 What's next? Uh, slow dancing at a wedding. So you waited to the end of the wedding. Well, no. Slow dances happen throughout the weddings. I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding. Uh, no. Really? Yeah, I'm good. You've never been to, like, isn't your sister married? No. Oh. She's trying to be? Is she trying to be married? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm single. Just saying. She's in a relationship. But that's your question. That's not my question. Right. I don't see what that has to do with what I'm asking. Right. But you asked your question and then said, well. Or what I'm proposing. Right. Your question was, is she trying to be married? I said, I don't know. He said, well, I'm single. To which I then responded with, well, she's in a relationship. To which you then responded with, I don't see what that has to do with my question. But to me, it has everything to do with your (laughs) question. Because what is it? Like what? No, I, I see somebody that's currently dating somebody as just another obstacle to get with them. And I like that kind of chase. So, and I've done it several times. It's, it's exhilarating. Um, sure. Slow dance at a wedding. What, what's that about? Slow dance at a wedding. Uh, maybe she, the wedding has happened. You got a little too drunk and you're like, yay. The reception's going on. Ooh. Everybody's having a good time. And you're holding each other close. You're dancing. And again, you're telling me that they don't feel the tension that something's off here. Well, I'm from Ohio, so I don't really, I had to work on expressing my feelings about certain things. Uh, A lot of us, we don't. We just bottle it up inside and eventually it explodes. So you're a psychopath. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, psychopaths can hold it a lot longer than regular people. You're a psychopath in training? Like, what's happening (laughs) Uh, we'll say that I'm in the AAA league of psychopaths. Like, I'm still farm league out here. I'm not like, I'm not the Derek Jeter of, of psychopaths. So if we're talking, we're talking, we're talking the Akron rubber ducks baseball team. So if we're talking, and then eventually maybe the, the Cleveland guardians will pull me up to the majors. So what are the uh what are the what's the criteria for one to reach major league status of psychopath? <laughs> like what's the what gets you there? I mean if okay, <clears throat> put it this way, let me let me let me set the stage here. If we're seeing psychopathic behavior at a wedding in which you're going to break up with someone, or at any of these location type things, these are this is psychopathic behavior. You're you know, you in your mind, as the person who's going to do the breakup, you know that, you know what, it's a good chance I'm going to break up with this person. Well, here's what you do. It's because they are in a very comfortable state, emotionally, with you. They feel close. They feel guarded by so you. So you're, you're feeling you're, that same thing. And you want her, you got to keep calm. You got to keep cool. And you want her to explode so that way she looks like the vicious person that you know that she truly is. See, you want everybody at the wedding to be looking at her and her reaction and not what you did. 
you wanted to make it look like she lost her shit. And you're like, I got nothing, it has nothing to do with me. So you're doing this. You see what I have to deal with every so time? You're, 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 uh, you're, your uh your breakups in these public settings are always uh lit with the kerosene of a gaslight. Like you're like I didn't I didn't Absolutely. I mean I'm just saying I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> She's acting crazy. Like even even afterwards, like I've already made friendships with her friends significant others. We occasionally have beers after the breakup. I'm keeping calm and cool about it not talking about it she's fucking always bitching about me and everything else like that eventually i take all of her friends away because she's just a lunatic man she she flies off the handle so you're saying this has never happened to you where i was made to be look like a crazy person no no right because you're a grade a psychopath in training you're gonna see that behavior you're gonna go now i'm gonna hit you before you hit me or I'm going to break yeah, up. With I mean, if I want, this is what, this is why I'm farm league because I don't, I don't actively. Do oh, it. like all of her friend, like one ex, all of her friends sees my social media and I'm okay. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm not talking shit about me. I'm not talking shit about her. I'm not talking shit about us. It's like, Hey, you know, I go out there and I make statements like, Hey, you know, we just weren't right for each other. And you know, she wanted different things. I wanted different things. She's out here calling me an asshole and a cocksucker and a piece of shit and everything else like that. Who looks more adult, more responsible, more collected with their emotions and thoughts? It's me. Mm. Nah, this is insane. But um, <laughs> okay, weddings. What what's next? Weddings. So that was number E. Sure. No, it doesn't know. matter. I lost count. Um, we'll say like the, uh, um, we'll say the drive home from a nephew or niece being born on her side of the family, a baby being born on her side of the relationship. Mm. You go to the hospital, you see the baby, you congratulate the parents, and then she's just like, "Oh man, I can't." Like, could you imagine us having one of those? She's all of her hormones are just fluttering up. She's so excited. She wants, she's in that baby mood. And you go, we got to talk. This isn't what I wanted. You knew this going in. You said you were a maybe on the kids. Well, at the time, right now it's a no. And honestly, it's a turnoff for, for, for you to be talking about it. Now on average, how long are these relationships lasting? Well, it's got to be long enough for her to be in love. So we'll say at least, you know, nine months. Now, are you are you in these relationships um, planning your exit at this point? Like how long into the relationship? Are you, are you looking at it like month seven? You're like, all right, I think I need to. You're You're looking for the right time to implement whatever version of this. Are you talking about me or the general public? Because when I get into a relationship... I'm already, I'm already knowing, hey, this is nice. I know it's not going to end well. I know it's not going to be a forever thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm always planning exit strategies when I get into a relationship. Mm. And once again, because I'm from Ohio, I build that shit up. And then it's like, I'm done. I'm out. 
I'm not going to show you a single hint that things are bad until it's time to break up. And then I will bring up how much I fucking hate your guts. Mm. So what, uh, for the amateur out here, who's not really concerned with, you know, thinking about seeing this person in the future, are there some, are there some, uh, practices one can avoid to, or one can implement to, to make sure that the retaliation isn't, uh, is it, isn't going to be, I guess there's no blowback on this situation for how I'm, for how I'm breaking up with these women or these people. Well, once again, gaslighting is the, the biggest, uh, um, the biggest defense. I'm sorry. The defense is the gaslight. That sounds like the lighter fluid for their retaliation. Well, gaslighting their friends. Oh my God. So when, so like, say you guys have a normal restaurant that you go to or a bar or something like that. And you want to keep that? Once again, you just keep that calm, collective, and it's like, look, it was. I feel it was a very amicable relationship. You know, I let her down softly. You know, things just weren't working out so well. And then she's constantly talking shit. So clearly, she's she's the nut. So your biggest defense is to keep calm about it. Anytime anybody brings it up, just stay calm and lie to that person's face. Mm. Damn. All right. Um. It's a real bummer. <laughs> but uh all right, like if it's if it works out for you, I guess. I mean it hasn't done any harm yet. But you're saying this is your exit strategy for every relationship. No, not every relationship. Some some women you 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 wanna keep you wanna keep it actually amicable because you're like, I'm gonna slide back in that eventually. But I'm I'm done playing with this toy. I'm going to put it away for a little bit while I play with this other toy. And then eventually down your line, you're like, hey, I want to play with that toy again, but just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I may have met, it may be the wrong version of pathology here because I said psychopath and it may be just a pure sociopath. I don't know. Because it sounds like you don't care about these people's feelings at all. You know, that's, that's something that, and this is why I know I'm not a narcissist, because I know, like, in the time, I tell them that I love them, I'm a very caring boyfriend, uh, and, and I think I might feel it at the moment, but then afterwards, I'm like, I don't know if I actually did, I don't, I'm able to cut off feelings and uh, emotions real fucking quick. So yeah, that's psychopath behavior. Oh. So I might I might be lying to myself about the emotions that I feel about that person. So yeah, that that's psychopath behavior. Because you're like sociopaths have zero showing that they care. A psychopath mm-hmm. will have the artifice of caring, even though they Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I got called out about it uh after one breakup and she's like Kevin, stop what you're saying because you're only saying the things that you think I want to hear. I was like, huh, you're absolutely correct. Jeez. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. You're just protecting your emotions. You're protecting yourself. 
Listen, it only has to make sense to you, my man. You don't want to get punched in the face, so you punch that person in the face first. Damn, you're you. Not when it comes to significant Are others. you even gaslighting and fighting? Good Lord. How, is that? How does one do that? All right. Listen, you can't, you can't. This is, this is where I'm getting you can't confused. You can fuck me up worse than I fucked you. All I did was punch you. You don't have to stab me. Like, Jesus Christ, lady, how crazy are you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I assume somebody's going to stab. I'm not going to stab anybody. Right. But you're. But if I were to murder somebody, it would be by stabbing. I would look them dead in the eyes and watch the life leave them. So it's more personable to stab somebody than it is to shoot somebody. Of course. But who wants to be personable when murdering somebody? Oh, I want them to know that I'm killing them and that I'm enjoying it. You won't be enjoying it. Depends on who. I have a very hard time believing that you'd find joy in killing somebody. Depends on who. Uh, I don't think I'd kill them. No matter who it is. Beat them, sure. Hey, when was the last time you got punched in the face? Did we talk about this? Stupid Legends Presents Unpodcastable. Hey, it's something to listen to. I don't know if that bit plays better at the front or at the end. Stupid Legends Presents Unpodcastable. We're not confident in ourselves, but hey, it's something to listen to. All right, that's a little more self-deprecating than I needed to be. Stupid Legends Presents Unpodcastable. We have tiny penises, no confidence, but it's something to listen to. I think you nailed it the first time. Stupid lasers presents unpodcastable. We have small penises. We don't like to look at ourselves in the mirror. We have body dysmorphia, but it's something to listen to. Each one is more and more deprecating. Like, what is the deal? Stupid lasers presents unpodcastable. Nobody wants to have a baby with us because we find ourselves to be hideous and nobody else wants to find us attractive. And you know what? Honestly, we'd kill ourselves, but we don't have the time to do it. It's something to listen to. Who is the next guest? Hold on, let me see. Bono. Fucking not listening to <laughs> Jesus Christ. If there's anybody I hate more in the world, like, I fuck, like, I despise Bono. I fucking hate that guy. You too? Well played. <laughs> Very well played. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> I'm slightly ashamed of myself with that one. Oh, what's that movie with the redhead? She was a little mermaid. Um, like the last time I had kale was when I was married. I'm never eating kale. It just tastes like shit. Well, that's because you have associated memories with it. You're going to be thinking about how shitty your marriage was and how shit the kale tastes. And so it's going to be like a double whammy of no for you. So I was like, no, fuck you, kale. <laughs> Uh, you remind me of No Sex and Sadness. Is that, and you taste like piss. Is that the name of your new album? <laughs> no Sex and Sadness? Like, what's the title track? <laughs> uh, title track of No Sex and Sadness is... Uh, ooh, no, not, not bringing that up. <laughs> it's a little too personal. You know, I've never edited myself for you or anybody else out there. Uh... Ooh, no, yeah, that's going to bring it down. Let's not talk about it. I didn't ask you. I'm just, I used to. All right. Why do you keep going down the ladder if you it'll, don't want it'll to? Be good, it'll be good to get it off my chest. Will it? Yeah. Instead of having it build up inside? Sure. I used to smell her clothes because I missed her touch. That's not crazy, though. That's the title track of No Sex and Sadness. 
I smell your clothes because I miss your touch. Uh, so we're going like a real alt rock album for this. <laughs> this is definitely Midwest emo. You gotta remember, I'm from Ohio, so. Which fuck everybody else that's out here saying Ohio isn't the Midwest. What the fuck are we then? What are they saying? It's, wait, what's Midwest? They're just, they're saying, uh, Midwest is gonna be considered like Wisconsin, uh, Illinois. Okay. All right. Uh, they'll even throw Michigan in there. All right. Indiana. Mm hmm. Uh, Missouri. Yeah. Kansas. Kentucky. Mm. No. No? You can't, you can't throw Kentucky in there. Was Kentucky South? Yeah. Anything below the Mason Dixon is considered South. Even if it's West? Well, that's Southwest. So, like your Arizonas, your New Mexicos, that's Southwest. Fair. I guess Texas would also be Southwest, even though it's smack dab right in the middle of the fucking country. What a bunch of fucking down in Texas, man. Consider <laughs> Whoa. Just to be clear, we went from... I smell my wife's clothes because I miss her touch to Texas and a bunch of fucking R-words. To fuck Texas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's that TV show that takes place at 30 Rock? Uh... Hey, would you much rather grow up in Nazi Germany or uh, fascist Italy? Where are these questions coming from? The top of my head at the moment. Hey, if you don't want to talk about history, that's fine. We don't have, I can bring up something else. Did I mention I saw Jojo Rabbit? I did, right? Yes, you did. You I said did. it was. Uh, you said it was goofy. It is goofy. It's not just goofy, though. I didn't say it was just anything. I just said it was goofy. You said this movie is goofy and silly, and it would make a better cartoon. I don't know about better. If I had the choice between Nazi Germany and fascist Italy. Oh, I thought we were talking about cartoon jokes. Anyway, go ahead. I'm still me with the same parents, or mm -hmm. just anyone. Nope you are you are yourself. I don't know. I feel like I would have a better time, easier time, in fascist Italy, fascist Italy. But I don't know by how much. Yeah, I gotta say, Nazi Germany is gonna be rough for anybody unless you're me. Like I remember being, it was uh, freshman year, and I was in history class, and we were talking about Germany and the Nazis. The Hitler Youth. And my teacher looks at me. My hair was a little bit lighter at the time. My teacher looks at me and she goes, Kevin would make a great Hitler, Hitler youth. youth. And I was like, thanks. There's several other blonde kids in here. You didn't have to point at me specifically. She wanted you to feel included in the class. And I certainly was. Probably within the week's time, I was laying on the floor, snorting Ritalin in her class. She was an idiot. So She was doing her best. She was doing her best. What was your name, Miss Goodrich? Anyhow, doesn't matter. She's probably dead. What's that TV show where the guy's telling his kids that story about how he met his mother? I'm sorry. I honestly have never seen an episode of this show. Is that the premise of this show? What is the, uh, what would be the most offensive way to say something nice? Depends on what the nice thing is. All right. So, Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm -hmm. I said he's a tall drink of water, but... It sounded offensive. When but that's I said just it. that's just saying somebody's tall. That's not that's not a nice thing to say. Like some people don't like being it, tall. Who doesn't like being tall? I've heard people complaining like it's not too tall. He's a tall guy, but I wouldn't say he's too tall. Too tall is relative. Like I can't tell you what his issues are in life. Maybe he maybe he loves the Lotus Elise, and he's like, God damn it, I'm too tall for this small fucking car. I wish I was a foot shorter. Yeah, you got to have a certain build for that. Um, 
Honestly, say, I think you got to have a certain build for a lot of uh, sports cars like that. Yeah, they're designed for jockeys. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found the most offensive way to to call a short person. Just the way you said it. Are you fucking jockey? I didn't say. I'm just saying they're built for short people like that. I know, but the way you said, oh, they're built for jockeys. It sounds offensive. But I know what you, oh, it's built for this man that rides a horse. Who are notoriously who are notoriously short people, as they should be. Now that's offense. Well, who I'm a, who is the tallest jockey? I would love to see this picture of just like Sasha Baron Cohen on a fucking horse Again, in a race. A tall person can be on a horse. It's just <laughs> if you want to win a race, you don't put a person who's like fifty pounds. You know, on a horse as opposed to somebody who's get the fuck out two hundred pounds on a horse. All right, it's uh, it's uh, Monet Bull, former NBA player, stands at seven foot seven. He received his jockey license from Indiana Horse Racing Commission. Minute Bull to to ride at Hosier Park. Minute Bull. Minute Bull. Whatever. Tomato. Tomato. I guess if he got his jockey license, I guess he. Could be a uh, professional jockey. Do you think the small jockeys are like, oh, these fucking tall guys taking everything from us now? No. I don't think that's a conversation. Because, again, uh, as, a, as a person who owns a horse to be raced, you want the least amount of weight on the horse as possible. If that horse could run for fucking solo by himself, it would be great. Yeah. So the lightest person possible, it won't be a six foot four person. It just won't be. I mean, they could be deathly skinny. I'm pretty sure they have how to pass. How tall is Christian Bell? He was in the heat of the machinist. He's a tiny guy in that. I'm pretty sure you have to pass some sort of physical to be in these things. I I say we just put heroin addicts on horses and see what happens. Are you aiming for the wildest shit to say on this show? Or what's going on here? I mean, that's not the goal. I didn't uh, think it was. I, I didn't think uh, heroin addicts and horses would be the wildest thing I've ever said, but. It's not the wildest thing we've ever said. I'm just asking if I'm aiming for that. No, no, no. These are just things that are coming to my mind at the moment. Okay. That is the only time I will I'm trying say to have that. a I'm trying to have a good time. This is, this is a good time for you, then I'm this all is, for This it. is my favorite part of the week. I want to do this. Every single day. Except you don't. That's except, that is my goal. Except you don't. I do. No, you don't. I would love to. If I could have this as a job and fucking Hello Fresh is paying me to talk, I'd love that. <laughs>